Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be looking at the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball matchups over the following week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bet and Barrier podcast. For one on break, we previewed what we are doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Giants and their upcoming matchups over the next week. But we got to do what we always do first, which is recap how we did it last week. And we absolutely crushed it. We ended up doing very, very well to go through all of the games. We thought that they would end up sweeping the three-game set at home against Pittsburgh, and they did. We also thought they would cover the run line on Friday night and Saturday, and they did as well. And Sunday, we thought they would win but not cover the run line, and that's exactly what happened. They won by one. Then to go through the Dimebacks series, I know it's still going on, but the first three games of it, we thought they would end up beating up on Bum- on Bumgarner, and they did. They ended up winning 6-1. to one. We did think they would win on Tuesday, and they were lose. We thought they would lose on Tuesday, I should say. We thought Merrill Kelly would end up pitching a gem. Kelly did. The only problem with that prediction was that the Dimebacks bullpen blew the game and gave up a walk-off two-run homer in the ninth. And then we thought the Giants would win game three of this series. And unfortunately for us, the bullpen blew it in the other direction. Rodon was fantastic, but the Giants gave up two runs in the eighth and the Dimebacks won 3-2. to two. So overall, we did very well because we swept the, pod, the Pirate series, and we thought the Giants would win two of three, two of the first three against Arizona. But unfortunately, we flipped around the Tuesday game and the Wednesday game. But still profitable, and look for another good winning week here. And starting off with the Thursday game, the series finale, which will be an afternoon game between the Giants and the Dimebacks once again. We have Logan Webb on the mound against Gallon. And it's really just a very solid pitching matchup, which is why the total in this one is a flat seven. And I really can't blame the odds makers here because so far in the three games of the series, you have had seven runs, three runs, and five runs. So I do think that seven is a total that is definitely worthy uh, in this spot. Now to go through the actual lines here, the Giants are minus 145 and the Diamondbacks are roughly plus 128 or so on the other end. And for this matchup, I'm going to go with the Giants. I do think that Gallon and Webb kind of cancel each other out. But even though the Giants bullpen blew it yesterday, 
I still have more faith in the Giants' bullpen overall than I do of the of Arizona's bullpen. But to go through the actual pitching stats, they're basically dead even. Webb is 11 and five with a three flat ERA. Gallon is eight and two with a 2.94 ERA. To go through the recent starts, I'll start off with Gallon. Uh, Gallon's been very very good. I mean, there's no other way to put it when your ERA is below three and you pitch in Chase Field, you know that you got a lot of talent. And to go through his last couple of starts, he's given up no runs in his last 14 innings, which is definitely a good sign. Arizona's also been dominant in his recent starts, as Arizona has won each of his last five starts by at least two runs. So I do think that Gallon should pitch well, and I do think Webb should pitch well. To go through his recent numbers, no shock whatsoever. He's been very good as well over the last couple of outings. And to go through those performances, he has allowed just two runs in the last 15 innings. And I do think he should pitch well once again. He did struggle against Arizona last time out on the road, six and a third innings, four runs allowed. So perhaps you might worry about him falling behind, but I do think eventually Gallon will get pulled and we're going to see Arizona's bullpen blow it. But I do think Arizona first five, might be worth a look because of how good Gallon's been. But over the course of nine innings, I do think that Webb will go longer than Gallon in the start, which should minimize the risk for San Francisco's bullpen to blow the game. And I do think Arizona's bullpen will eventually result in a nice come-from-behind win for the Giants. So give me San Francisco to get the job done on the money line at minus 145 on a Thursday. And I'll lean to the under as well. I do like the first five under. I think you're going to see another... 1-1 type of game in the first five before maybe the bullpens get involved. But I see this game finishing somewhere around 3-2, to two, maybe 4-2. to two. But I do think that the Giants will eventually break through against the bullpen and get the job done. Now moving on to the three-game road series at Coors Field starting Friday. Got to start off with the pitching matchup. You have Wood on the mound against Urena. And so far this season, Wood has been mediocre. We talk about it every week. And Urena has been okay. Uh, 4.80 array, which doesn't sound good, but when you're pitching in Coors Field for some of your starts, of course, your numbers might be a little bit skewed. But to go through his actual numbers in Coors so far this season, they've been kind of what you expect. He's 1-3 with a 5.57 ERA, and based on recent performances, he's not been good. Last five starts, 24 and one-third innings pitched, 7.77 ERA. On the other hand, you have Wood, who is not exactly known for being a big strikeout guy. He's averaging roughly one strikeout per inning, but he has given up 12 home runs. I am concerned that he will struggle in cores. And as a result, I do like the over in this game. It's going to be a high total, probably close to 11 and a half or 12, but I still like it. And if you look at his numbers against Colorado this season, he has struggled in cores, one start, four and a third, three earned runs, which is equivalent to a 6.23 ERA. So I'm not sold on either pitcher here, which makes me believe that this is a pretty tough spot to actually make a prediction. So that's why I like the over as my favorite play. I'll bet on both pitchers or at least one of them to really struggle. And we know Colorado's bullpen is also not much right home about either. But if you want to go through the regular season meetings so far, they had three previous meetings in Coors Field earlier this season. And two of the three meetings had at least 13 runs. I see a similar story here. I think this game ends up going over. And if I had to lean, I would probably lean to the Rockies. I do acknowledge that Wood is better than Urena, but 
I'm assuming the Giants will be laying a decent price here. And since I don't trust either pitcher, I'm going to have to take Urena because of the price. So I'll lean to the Rockies. Not exactly a confident lean, but I do like the over as my favorite play in that game. And moving on to Saturday, you have a pretty similar story with two underwhelming pitchers. It's going to be the same story for all three matchups. But you have Cobb taking on Feltner. And Cobb has actually been good lately. His ERA is now below four. He's got a 3.99 ERA to go through the last couple of outings. He has allowed three earned runs or less in each of his last four starts, which is a good sign. Then again, you're in cores. You can kind of throw half the stats out the window. But Feltner is pitching for Colorado, and he has been significantly worse than Cobb. He has a 6.39 ERA to go through the last couple of starts. He's been a mess last uh, four appearances, last three starts. So he came out of the bullpen and one of them, 17 innings pitched 14 runs, 13 of them earned course field so far this season has not worked out well for him. 6.56 ERA in 23 and one third innings pitched. And to go through his last couple of outings, I mentioned the last couple of starts, but he has given up five runs in each of the last two outings. So I do think he should potentially get shelled. Both of those outings were at home, by the way. So I do think the Giants should jump on Feltner. I think they'll do very well offensively. And I do think Cobb is good enough to force a decent amount of ground balls, keep it out of the air, and limit the damage. I think Cobb probably goes six innings, four runs, something like that. But the Giants might score six or seven against Feltner before the bullpen. So I do like the Giants in this matchup. I'll probably end up going with the run line, which should be at plus money. I'm assuming the Giants will be favored, but probably close to 140, 150. So you might be able to get plus money on the run line, which I will take. Now, moving on to the final game at Coors Field on Sunday afternoon. Between Junis and Freeland, I am going to go with Freeland in this spot. Junis' overall numbers are decent, 3.53 ERA. However, that is pretty front-loaded because the last couple outings have been a mixed bag. He was very good against Arizona last time out, uh, seven innings, one run. But to go through his last couple of starts before that, two and a third innings pitched, six runs against San Diego, and three and two-thirds, three runs against the Giants. So he has been against the uh, Dodgers, I should say, my bad. So he has been struggling, but he was good last time out. Maybe he can piece it together once again, but we're going to see how he fares. Unfortunately for him, I'm not exactly sold on how he's going to perform in in uh, Coors Field. If you want to go through the overall numbers, I talked about how um, I talked about how Wood is not exactly a strikeout guy, despite averaging roughly a strikeout per inning. Uh, Junis is averaging less than one strikeout per inning. So I am concerned. He also has allowed 16 walks and 71 and a third. So I do think that you might see the Rockies have constant traffic on the bases early on. And I do think that's going to be a problem. While Freeland has been, I'd say, inconsistent so far this season, he's been consistently inconsistent. If you want to go through his recent numbers, he's actually been good in the last couple of starts. He did have one blow-up start against the Cardinals at home, four and a third of six runs. But you'll get the last couple of starts besides that one. He's been good in four of the last five. And against the Brewers on the road, seven innings and no runs. Against the Dodgers at home, six innings, three runs. Against the Padres on the road, five and two-thirds, two runs. And then he had a revenge start against the Cardinals last time out, six innings, three runs. So he's given up three or less in four 
uh, yeah, three or less in four of the last five. And I do feel like even though he had one bad start, I'm going to look at the volume. And he's been good recently in the past month besides that start. So I do like Freeland in this matchup. And even though his numbers at Coors Field are not great, going through the numbers at Coors, he does have a six-flat ERA in 66 innings. I do at least acknowledge that he's experienced in the park. And I do think that Junis is going to struggle since he is not familiar with cores. And as a result, I do like the Rockies probably getting plus money in this spot once again for the value. I would lean to the over, probably for the Rockies team total. I really think Junis is going to struggle here. And as a result, I will take the Rockies to win the final game of this series at plus money. Now, moving on to the two-game series on the road against the Tigers. Rodon is pitching against Hutchinson on Tuesday night in the opener. And I'm going with Rodon and the Giants on the run line in this spot. Hutchinson so far this season has not been particularly good. I will acknowledge he does get a ton of run support, but he's 1-6 anyway, 4.23 ERA. Recently, he's been okay, but Rodon was incredible once again on Wednesday night. The bullpen blew it for him, but he's been very good, 2.89 ERA. And I do think as a result, he should pitch well against one of the worst offenses in the league on this uh, in this matchup while Hutchinson should struggle. So I'll take the Giants on the run line to get the job done in this series opener. And then moving on to the series finale on Wednesday, you have Webb taking on Hill. This will be an afternoon game. It's a morning game if you're in the West Coast. But I do like Webb in this spot against Hill. Hill has been mediocre, 4.22 ERA, 42 and two-thirds innings pitched. But... I really question how good he is long-term. He's been okay, short sample size, good at home, but I do think Webb is the much better pitcher, and I think it should present itself over the course of this matchup. And the Tigers' bullpen has been okay, not great. Tigers' bullpen blew up on Wednesday night, so it is definitely, I'd say, streaky at times, but I do think Webb will pitch well, and I do think that the Giants will eventually force Hill out of the game before getting to the bullpen. But I would lean to the first five under in this game. I think that Hill is good enough to keep the Giants somewhat in check. And I know that Webb's good enough to keep the Tigers in check. So I'll go with the first five under there, but I will take the Giants in the full game, probably close to minus 150 on the money line. And then after that, you have a day off on Thursday, followed by a game on Friday against the Twins. So we'll cover that next week. But to go through the six games in this episode, we like the Giants and Diamondbacks' first five under on Thursday, leaning to the under for the full game as well. But we do like the Giants to get the job done. Maybe a live betting spot here, because I do think the Diamondbacks might be leading after five. But Arizona's bullpen, we know, can be a little bit dicey, and I think Webb should go more distance than Gallon which might decide the game. So give me the Giants to win the series finale on Thursday against Arizona. Then I have the Giants losing on a Friday. It's really a coin flip game. My favorite play on the Friday game is going to be the over, but I will take Urena. I don't think he's good, but Webb in cores gives me some concern and I'll take the plus money with two pitchers I don't trust. Then moving on to Saturday, I am going to take the Giants and Cobb against Feltner on the run line. Cobb has been known for being a bit of a ground ball pitcher, which translates well to cores, but I do think Feltner is a disaster, and I think he probably deserves to be in the minors. So I will take the Giants to win this game pretty handily on a Saturday. And then looking at Sunday, 
I will take the Rockies to win this game, probably a plus money. Junis was good last time out, but he wasn't very good the last couple starts before that. Freeland had one outlier start, but was very good in four of the last five. I will take Freeland and the Rockies at plus money in this spot. Now, moving on to Tuesday, forgot to mention they had a day off on Monday, but Tuesday they have a matchup against the Tigers on the road with Rodon taking on Hutchinson. I'll take the Giants on the run line here. I just think that Rodon's much better than Hutchinson, and the Giants should do enough against Detroit's bullpen to win this game by multiple runs, probably a plus money. And looking at Wednesday, I will take the first five under in the series finale against Detroit, and I'll also go with the Giants' money line. I think they'll get the job done. I think Webb goes distance. Hill might go probably five or six strong, but the bullpens will get involved, and we know the Tigers can't hit. Uh, So as a result, I think the Giants should do enough to find a way to eke out a victory over these in nine innings. So that's going to do it for this episode. Good luck to all of you and all your bets. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.